Hello and welcome to today's episode of the Big Picture Skiing Podcast. On today's show, you'll meet Sandy Murovitz. Sandy is a ski coach and has worked with such top-class athletes as Tina Marze. So he has a wealth of knowledge when it comes to high-end ski technique. Some of the things I think you'll enjoy getting out of this episode are I put to Sandy questions like what would be if he had to create his own demo team with people sort of from scratch in a very short period of time, what are the essentials, what are the fundamental things he would teach and coach them? So it's interesting to hear his ideas and drills and philosophies on that. It's also really interesting to hear his stories working with some of the uh, World Cup athletes and just his uh, message on, you know, coaches need to be clear. So there's a really good, interesting story in there where he talks about working with one of the teams and he puts the question to all the athletes and coaches about what does it mean to uh, make a particular movement. I think the cue was like hips up and forward or, or get your hips up. And so that's really interesting. You'll hear everyone had their own take on it. So his, his, his uh, point here is if you're coaching, you need to be really clear and make sure everyone is on the same page about what a coaching cue means. So... I think that's a, a fantastic point. I really hope you enjoy this episode. Sandy is very gracious with his time. He also has a book and several apps on the App Store that you can check out by going to Amazon and also on Google Play. And then finally, before we get started, a quick plug for my own website, bigpictureskiing.com. We're approaching the next winter in the Northern Hemisphere and Sam, my business partner and I, we've been working on creating more videos, more content on a variety of different things. Sam's been creating uh, info lessons on racing, analysis, the line, how to start, all this sort of stuff. And I've been working on some bump videos, extra exercises, uh, details on the white pass turn, how to ski intermediate bumps and in the fall line. Lots of new stuff coming. We've filmed a bit of content in New Zealand as well. We finally got to get together at Round Hill and had an amazing time skiing that hill. That's a bucket list one for sure. Such a great view and wide open, perfectly groomed runs. But yes, if you've not checked out bigpictureskiing.com, you can learn skiing online at your own pace from world-class coaches and find out all the details that we think about and put into our videos and if you really like that we also offer online coaching for the season through our academy program that's an apply only thing and so if you're interested in that and you'd like to get constant feedback video analysis join weekly classes and others and really change and improve your skiing through progressive gradual incremental changes as opposed to like all hit at once then the academy is what I think will really get you there. Okay, without further ado, let's get into the episode with Sandy Murovitz. Welcome, Sandy. Thanks for joining us. Hey, to kick this off, can you give the listeners some background on you as a skier? Uh, yeah, so first, um, hello to everyone. Of course, um, I'm happy to speak to, to Down Under again. <laughs> uh i just just before we started i i told uh you that um i used to work in australia so it was long ago but just uh, we are connected and uh, i i have some people down there um also 
from my family living in uh, Wollongong. Um, so uh, yeah, let's get back to my story. So uh, I'm coming from Slovenia, which is a small country as, as you know, uh, but um, very um, sportly oriented, uh, oriented. So uh, we are really strong in all kinds of sports. Uh, and particularly skiing, so this is kind of a national sport, uh, which means that almost every kid uh, we put on on the skis. So uh, and it was the same with me. So I started when I was um, three years old, yeah, and like any other. So we started to compete first, and then I joined the club. And everything went okay uh, until I was injured. Uh, I had a crash, uh, injured my ankle, uh, which was kind of yeah complicated because uh, it took almost uh, two seasons to just to to, to get back in the normal. Situation, uh, and you know that when you are a kid, two seasons means ages, uh, and uh, so uh, I had to decide what to do with my skiing. I was uh, thirteen in that time, uh, and I was always technically. <laughs> How to say it? I mean clear so uh kind of a, a role if i can say it so because i was kid and anyhow but but that was something i was very focused in uh it meant a lot to me so to know every time what to do how to do i, I don't want to say that i was complicated no but just it was not like doesn't matter so uh and then uh, after that accident, um, I just, uh, I was, of course, first talking to my father. So what to do? He said, so we cannot afford to, 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 to support you with extra coach because, you know, skiing, skiing anyhow is very expensive. But so we're going to still support you if you stay in skiing. Uh, and at the same time, I was asked, like, come on, Muri, stay here. So at least we, we would like to have you here just to, let's say, somehow demonstrate. But I was, of course, not experienced in, 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 that, in that channel. Uh, and, and so first, then I decided to go through all the, you know, the uh, stuff so I had to join the courses of course first I had to wait that I was 16 uh, I was skiing all the time in, in the meantime and uh, and then the rest is just normal procedure it was I was lucky because I was very very young uh, and later that was actually advantage uh, and so then I finished all the trainers and instructors courses, uh, and then I became a demonstrator. Uh, and uh, that's how it started. And I started to work with 
any kind of uh, skiers. So on one hand, I was asked by the, the, the racers. Uh, at the other, I had to gain my experience working with uh, just ordinary skiers. Um, and you know how it goes in the business. Then somebody sees you and invited you somewhere. If you do it well, then it just grows like a snowball. So, uh, uh, and that's how I ended in Australia. Then I met more people. Then I started to shoot for magazines. I don't know, just, just, just how it, how it goes. Let's say that you are doing it in quite <laughs> proper way. And uh, then uh, I became a very strong, that's what I can say, member of, of uh, Slovenian demonstration team. I was lately uh, a member of, a uh, seven times mem member, um, it's seven, <laughs> yeah. uh, um, of uh, Interski team. Uh, so, uh, and uh, I started to work with, with the World Cup team in Slovenia. And then once you enter the World Cup, you know, you get into the even bigger story. And, uh, you know, in the World Cup, more or less, you talk about everything in skiing, not just, just techniques, equipment, snow preparation, uh, all kinds of stuff uh, as, as mentioned and uh then so and, and then today like now what are you what's your what's your like usual season like today like maybe last season what did you what do you end up doing how, how many different roles do you have? Or what, what do i do yeah like do you in in this last season are you Mostly coaching a couple of athletes. Are yeah, you... yeah, 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 yeah. So uh, momentarily, so uh, I'm. So I, I I ended my World Cup uh, career with Tina. Tina Maze, uh, back into seventeen, to sixteen for seventeen, uh, and uh, then I had a break because I needed. It's a very tough game. Uh, maybe it looks quite easy uh, from the couch, but uh, it's not really so. Um, it's, I, I think, more mentally exhausting than, 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 than physically, uh, uh, but also physically because you have to fly all around. And, I mean, just, 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 you cannot sit down almost just for a minute. So, uh, uh, and uh, then um, it was a project with Tina actually after then. So we promised to, to, to make a movie about our trainings. Maybe we can get back to this later. Um, and after then, usually let's say the script, the book as the base of the movie. But in this case, we just turn it upside down. So we, uh, still uh, while training we were talking like wouldn't be, it be interesting so for people to see how do we train because it's yeah. kind of um, uh, strange question uh, like what the best skiers are really training I mean they are so good so how, yeah what how? do they need to do to keep getting better or exactly. what 
Yes, yeah. exactly. So, and uh, but of course you have to train because uh, not just skiing, uh, any sport it just goes, goes, goes uh, somewhere. I mean, uh, even when we were talking, let's say 20 years ago. Uh, so when the coming skis came out and after a couple of seasons, we said, that's it. So it, it, it couldn't be better. But now if you, if you check the, 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 the movies, uh, uh, I mean, it's just completely different. I mean, uh, so even the racers, so when you, when you watch the videos, so it's, it's a big difference. So you see, that means that actually it goes year by year and you have to follow it. Um, so, uh, and so you have to work, especially over the summer. Uh, and of course, where to gain some time? I mean, I'm talking about skiing the course, uh, how, how to get that hundreds of a second. So you shouldn't underestimate that. So every hundred of a second could be a huge gap, especially when we talk about big races. So you can be third or fourth, which is completely different. Uh, and um, so uh, we said, so that might be very interesting for the people. Uh, so let's try to keep the word uh, and let's make a movie after you finish. Uh, and she said, yeah, but you know, it's easy, quite easy to say, and it's much, much more difficult, much harder to, to, to do that. Uh, anyone who ever uh, made actually was making a movie. So that's another killing stuff. Uh, and, um, and so uh, I was quite busy then. Uh, and as I said, two years ago, actually after then, uh, then I, I made a book which is called Vegas Master uh, and covers, yeah, uh, literally um, all, all skiing from normal skiers, beginners and up to the World Cup racers uh, and juniors in between uh, racers. So uh, that, was, that was it. And uh, in the same time, so uh, this UPS concept which I innovated and was using for a long ski. So it's, a, it's, it's was really designed just to, 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 to help the people to get all this information faster in a better way. And especially with, with uh, actually by using the advantages of the new skis, uh, because that's why they were made for. Uh, and um, then we sold this franchise because it, it, in the meantime it became franchise. Uh, like so, this is this is the logo. Actually, actually it's somewhere here. Let's say. Yeah. Yes. Uh, and uh, that became a franchise for also for merchandising for all the products now. So it's a, it's a brand here in Slovenia. Some people even don't know what does it mean. They just know the brand. Because we produce all kind of stuff, uh, so and 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 then we sold Freshies to Russia, uh, and unfortunately now, so it's it's this shitty situation. Um, so I would like yeah. to come this now, um, 
And I was very happy that uh, China decided among all the others to pick my book to become a base of their complete system and the uh, University of Beijing, they came here. Wow. So, and, and, and we, we, we have done it. I mean, uh, it's printed in a hard copy uh, and it was uh, issued back in uh, October. But again, <laughs> unfortunately, it's not yet time. The COVID stopped everything. So we are now, I was not there yet. So, and uh, you know, that's, that's, that's the first push. Uh, until I do not go there, so we cannot start. Uh, and after then, uh, you need to to educate uh, master instructors. You have okay. to, you have to set the system. So, so so you see. So it's it's. I've been in skiing twenty four hours. Time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hey, so then, give, give with with all this experience. Uh, of yours say a pretend situation i give you uh six skiers you know they they can ski and but they've they're doing their you know first or second level instructor certificate and your job is to turn them into demonstrators for that country and you've got four years would you be able to describe what do you think would be, say, some core elements you would so, do with these people? Sorry, yeah? so they are, let's say, so they are already certificated instructors. Uh, like level one, most okay. basic, most basic. So they, you know, they can do a snowplow, do some turns, okay. but they really don't know much. What would you do? So oh, okay. the, so they, four they, years they were time. never skiers. They were never like racers before. They they, they just became no. instructors. Uh, yep. Like, like yep. ordinary skiers. Okay. Um, yeah, and so, here's it. Here's the pressure. Um, and you and you want to show that your system works so well that at interski in four years time, people are like, oh my god, Sandy produced this team of six people. And, you know, he had this time and he, that was the one coach. And, and so it was really impressive to see where they've come in, in four years. Okay, first, first of all, this is not, a, and it would not be a pressure. Because if skiing is a pressure, then this is not skiing, not, not, not as I understand it. So you skiing, so you like it. If you don't like it, so we'll not argue about it. So it's not, a, it's, it's no pressure. Uh, it should be fine. Uh, the rest is up to me. So if I'm a good instructor, uh, actually, uh, if I'm the one to, to direct this this way, so it's it's it's, it's up to me. Um, first of all, of course, we know there is not a two person that uh, would be exactly the same. So we have six different cases, and and one of of the biggest mistakes, uh, no matter do we instruct instructors or racers, is that we do trainings on a common way. I mean, everyone has to do the same stuff. Uh, of course, you have some some basics that uh, everyone should do, but but anyhow. Um, so this is a very individual thing, and uh, and we have to approach it in the same way. Uh, uh, one 
that I should point out one of so let's say unlogical uh, issues is uh, that we never take care or or not enough uh, at least so that they really understand what we are doing is it's 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 the same and even more obvious when we when we work as a trainer so with the kids we always somehow i'm not saying that this is an intention uh, but that's how we do it in the practice so we are coaches i'm a coach you are a racer so just listen and do it so uh, i'm behind this word so you just feel so i have to assure myself and everyone that 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 uh, they really do understand what we do, why? It's a very simple, simple question, actually simple fact. How can you, how can you do something on a, on a, on a perfect level uh, if you don't understand perfectly before? It's impossible, why? Because even if you do it, in a perfect way, but if you don't understand in the same way, that means you were just lucky. It was a lucky coincidence that you do it in a perfect way because if you don't understand it, it means you, you just did it. So, and you you were just waiting for my comment. For the same scheme, I could say it was bad. You would think, okay, it was bad. If I say, wow, it was good, you say, oh, thank you. But you have no idea. So let's get it back. So if you don't understand it in a good, in a, in a proper way, and that's what we have to do. Yes. Uh, that's, that's the first problem. Can I, can I say, let, let me say one, one comment there that's really interesting. Just a, a few days ago, uh, my business partner and I, we interviewed the ex-Norwegian Alpine team coach. So pretty successful coach. He said almost the exact same thing. He said with his athletes, one of the first things he needs to do is take away his role of them relying on him for was this good, was that right? And so he gets, he actually gets the, the, the Norwegian team members to come in on video analysis and, you know, they, they actually talk to each other about what they're doing and explain it. And, and I, so I think it's very interesting, same page, and uh, I'll let you continue. Yeah, and of course uh, you need kilometers to, 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 to get to all those perceptions, um, uh, unless, uh, I mean, it, it sounds, now it sounds logical, but again, when you check how do they do it uh, live or on the snow. So unfortunately it's, it's let's say 80%, it goes like, like, like this. So I can tell you so many cases. So one, I, I'm, not, I'm not making this up now, just, just uh, I will tell you. So uh, two years or three years ago, I was asked to 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 direct a um, to run a technical training for our World Cup uh, speed team. 
so the guys who are who are skiing GS and uh, Super G and uh, downhill, and uh, there's a guy who's top thirty guys on the world, uh, and um, I was watching him. So in all mornings he was he was quite high. I mean, with stretched legs, stretched knees, and um, okay, I said, okay, maybe he's not warm up yet enough or whatever, so, but then one run, two runs, three runs, so it was more or less the same, uh, and then I stopped him, I mean, actually, when we were going up with the T-bar, <clears throat> that was in uh, Kaunertal, and uh, I said, Clement, <clears throat> Tell me just because I don't want to now criticize you just from the first hit, let's say. Just tell me first, so why are you skiing so high? I mean, all of a sudden, I have you in my mind. I mean, you're skiing, uh, previous skiing. So uh, you were never so high. And he said, yeah, I mean, and I even don't feel right, but everybody's saying I should ski with the high hips. So you see, exactly the, the that's that's a typical typical case. Totally. Of course, it's not a wrong, let's say, input Cute. or info like key. Yeah, high hips. But we should take care about how does it sound, how somebody percepts it, because. Mm. On the first hit, come on, if I if I ask audience right here now, I don't know who's listening, but but probably we are not just <laughs> the two of us. If I say high hips, automatically that means I have to stand higher. But yeah. no, trainers they mean that you are not leaning back behind your knees, so you should move hips forward that you are centrally positioned. That means high hips. But if you don't make it sure that they, they, they do understand it this way, mm -hmm. they will just stand, stand up. up. Yeah. <laughs> world said, Cup athlete. A World Cup athlete. And I said, oh, okay, okay, okay. Thanks, thanks, Clement. I don't want to, 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 to uh, say. Like go anything. against. I yep. now, but just please, I'm joining me on the start. Let's go to the start. We went to the start, and usually you just you, you know you go around, you go around because you you, you don't want to wait to, uh, yep. for 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 every racer, and it takes too much time. But in, in that case, I said, so I'm going to stop everyone. Please don't go yet. Wait for the others. So everybody came, the racers and the the, the coaches. It was four coaches because you know have more stuff than and then just 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 one coach uh have servicemen but, but they are also co co yeah. coaches so <clears throat> i said guys sorry uh because i i i, I just stopped the, the 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 process but just just i think we have a problem and we have to clear it right now otherwise we're just gonna do the mess actually it's done already but yeah better later than never uh to solve it so 
I'm gonna ask a simple question. I don't want that you start all answering at once. So, the, the, and first I would like to, to, to hear the coaches, which was, it could be quite some kind of embarrassing, but, but, but that's, if, if you are honest, just you have to do it so. Yeah. So we are responsible for these guys. Uh, uh, and I said, it's a simple question. Guys, what do you mean by saying ski with the high hips? Even not two answers were the same from the coaches. <laughs> Even not two. And I said, again, don't take it wrong, guys. I'm not now yeah. killing yeah. But yeah. can you, and, and the racers were watching that, like, <laughs> we have a problem. Again, and now I, I turn to the racers. The answers from the, from the coaches, they were not the same, but still the intention was actually the same and, 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 and it, was, it was delivered in a good, in a, in a good way, I mean. Um, but everybody was confused. So I said, guys, you see, that's what is one of the most crucial problems. We don't make ourselves sure that that uh, racer understands what we do. And, and the racer doesn't want to say, I don't understand because it would mean he's stupid. He's not capable to understand it. So he's just, yeah, <laughs> yeah, cool. Okay. Nodding head. Exactly. And then somehow he does it. Of course, sooner or later, we make it clear, but it takes two seasons sometimes. Hey guys, we yeah. don't have the time. Actually, it's not fair. So, and then, of course, we made it clear. So, high hips means that you are trying to stay uh, above the center of uh, the skis. Of, of course, you know, entering turn you a bit forward, blah, blah. blah. So, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. In general, so it means, or if I turn it upside down, it, does, it means that you don't lean behind your knees. That's, that's it. So, and I said, guys, if you ask me, this is a wrong term, high hips. If you think that somebody is low with his body mass center, then simply say, it, go higher. Yes. If you, talk, if you talk about hips, we have three criteriums. One is just simply say, you are too much uh, backward, place too much back, so try to push yourself forward. That's the first thing, the first, the first criteria. The second is how they are hor uh, horizontally placed. I'm, uh, so in case people are listening, I'll just say that's pr probably uh, like rotational, like bird's yeah, eye view. Yeah, yeah. So I'm going to yeah, say. Rotational so, alignment. Are, are they turn too soon and too much out of the turn if i do this turn now yep so he's saying like counted too counted over rotated too soon to the turn to the turn that's the second criteria but you have to just describe it i mean that's it that's how it goes yeah. it's not high the low no 
when we when we talk about high low it's about your body center uh, body mass center that's it and the third criteria is how far you can place them away from your skis that's the third not criteria really. because if you keep your hips above your skis then you are not racing then you are traveling <laughs> yeah uh, that's how it goes of course everybody agreed and said so from now, just use this terminology. So I mean, when you do the scan, when you do the analyze, just say how it goes. Somebody is leaning, yeah. somebody is rotating, somebody is too much above the skis, somebody is too too much uh, behind, uh, sitting too much backward. Just say it directly. It's not. You cannot be solved by hey. hey, hey. But it was quite okay. But try to scoot the higher hips. I mean, that's my yeah. perception. Sorry. So yeah, uh, and that's uh, that's one of the cases, but not 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 the only one. So let's get back to to my group of six people now. Yep. If you're serious about stepping up your skiing skills, listen up. I've been working closely with the Carve team for over four years, and they've just unveiled a groundbreaking feature: Active Coaching Mode. And here's the lowdown. Launch it at the top of your run and go through a quick calibration with 10 turns. And it sets a baseline just below your current skill level. From there, every turn is a challenge, adapting on the fly to your skill, terrain, and conditions. No fluff, just a gamified experience pushing you to ski better every turn. It does this by using a super thin insole lined with small pressure sensors and motion detectors. It's like having a personal coach analyzing your every move. And here's the sweet part. If you hit a hot streak with excellent form and you're in for double or triple points, it's addictive, rewarding. Like I said, it's a very gamified experience and it transforms every run into a step towards better skiing. If you're intrigued, and you should be, check out Carve and dive into active coaching mode. Just Google Get Carve to find out more and as a bonus, enter code GELLY15 to take 15% off. It's amazing. I've heard from the Carve team that now nearly over a third of the users are using active coaching mode when they go out and ski with it. So why not give it a try yourself? So you see, and so that that's what I would be very focused actually. That's usually the way. Like an early on, yes. Like Is early on, hey, everybody. Matter, do we do snow plow or do we do whatever? Yes. Yep. plant, I have to describe it i mean not, not describe it just because of description but because i have to make it sure that they do understand what are we doing yes so and it's so many things because then people they are relaxed because they know what are they doing and of course then the process is much faster they are not they are not uh they don't do they do not feel uh, frustrated because if you think that you don't understand but you don't dare to ask it's a frustration uh and they are just yeah. now adding uh keeping and uh and uh, the, the next thing you cannot even do it because i said uh, except if you are lucky and somehow you do it but you don't know how so that's so very much important uh then uh, the next thing is um 
a proper building. So uh, like a house, you cannot start with a roof. Uh, and I'm not joking now. So you cannot, again, let's say today's king, if I would have, as you said, uh, the six people, and we know that we talk about modern skiing, which is uh, based on two techniques. Again, I'm talking, as I understand skiing, and and, and uh, as as I say it, uh, that means we have a carving technique, so which is based on uh, overturning angles. And uh, we have a rotational technique, which is based on rotating uh, the feet. So uh, uh, that's, 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 that's two things. Uh, but rotating feet is not very difficult stuff. Uh, but uh, the, the, the final skiing is a combination. It's not just carving. That's another proper um, uh, wrong perception of modern skiing. So everybody thinks, especially ordinary people, that uh, the meaning of, of uh, modern skiing is carving. Carving everywhere, top no, to bottom. Every, every, every yeah. time, every moment, and yeah. on, every, <laughs> uh, on every place. So it's not. The, base, the basic criteria is speed control. That's a good skier. And to keep the speed control, if we know that the terrain is never the same, so it's changing over time, that the, the, the surface, the snow is different, sometimes icy, sometimes blah, blah. So, and sometimes it's a narrow, narrow place, uh, sometimes it's wide, so sometimes it's crowded, sometimes not crowded. So it means the speed control means are you a good skier or not so and that means that if you want to control the speed you have to combine carving and rotational technique but how can you combine something that you know first uh, each of one so uh, if you don't know how to carve properly you cannot combine it with rotational technique so and uh, and vice versa so so that's that's why i would start of course with with exercising basics of carving and that's that's now that's now another let's say it could be a trap so when we talk about uh, learning carving technique it's first about training angles so overturning without this is no carving uh, of course you, you can do it by leaning and that's the, the carving actually some moments of some meters of carving is a consequence but then after all you fall actually you don't stand it um and uh and uh so that means that you start with ankle ankles working uh and that's, that's why i said for me it's like building the house you start with a with a base and then with the walls and the plate and again and the roof comes at the end so uh it's very important again can i ask you then say we're we're there watching you now do a session on the ankles and carving do you have a favorite drill you'd like to use for yes. this what's your favorite i drill? mean it's more it's, it's more it's more of them 
And uh, the, the first, again, it's very important that you, 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 you um, uh, enable the basic, um, basic things, issues that they will be then able to do that. So what, what do I mean? So once one of those is, let's say, your, your, your shoulders, your body, so it should stay open into the direction of the next turn. Only by that you enable enough place to your inner ankle to be activated because the inner ankle is the key. Outside ankle, it's easily, it's quite easy to, to, to activate. But inside ankle, for someone who is not experienced, uh, gives the feeling that you will, that you will uh, injured the ankle almost so because yeah you have to lean inside you have to twist it uh actually twist it it's in the boot of course but still you can, yes you, yes you know, even your ankle could be twisted in, in the ski boot so uh, so that's that's that the, the perception of this move is i know and again that's you have to feel the skiers it's not like ah, it's easy. No, it's not easy. It's easy, it's easy. it's easy for me or for you, but it's not not not, not for them. So yeah. you have to go step by step. So first of all, there is no inner ankle activation if your shoulders are turned out. No way. You will be always in a position. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm yeah. It actually pulls that inside ankle into pronation when yeah, you're sure. trying to roll it out. Exactly. I'm talking about unexperienced uh, races, of course. I can do it or you can do it with inner ankle even if i'm twist there but just yeah. so how to help them even also when we talk about the kids i mean even kids racers so that's 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 all the same uh, why so many are skiing in a position that's why and i'm going back to our story because i, I was pointing out the building of the house so many times and many instructors and trainers they start with hips which is wrong Sorry. Once you activate hips, in the same moment, if you are not already, if you uh, did not atomize your uh, uh, simultaneous uh, uh, ankle activation, means that 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 once a hip goes across the ankle, which was not activated, it locks it. It locks it. It's impossible to activate it after that. So it's always nice, first ankles and then hips. Before in skiing, it was first hips and then ankles, what was actually possible because you know, with, with the radius of 45 meters, so yeah, yeah. The inner ski was almost uh, non-active, but, but just, 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 just give it there. So uh, that's, that's why I'm saying first ankles and then we do exercises. So you have many of them. Um, we put the names, different names in this UPS system. We do, we do not like in conventional uh, manual. Uh, so do this progressions like, like elements. Uh, we said this is enough. I mean, it's, it's, it's boring, it's killing the stuff. Uh, let's just name it. So, and for us, the first one is called a, a straight jacket. A straight jacket it up here yeah yeah uh, but, uh, okay that's this one so yes. okay 
Okay, the really straight jet, the straight jacket would be like this. So but, arms crossed, crossed in front, like holding yeah, your shoulders, yeah, like so, a straight jacket. So, yeah. So you are, as you see, you are. So the, the outside arm goes across your body. You you grab the the the, the, the inside hips. hip. Yeah, and the other arm is just helping you to keep the balance. Uh, but this way you are not turning down to the bottom and that enables enough space for this ankle to be activated. Uh, yeah. Okay. So the upper uh, body position by how you place the arms enables you to be able to, it doesn't actively turn the ankle on. You have to still activate it, but it yeah, puts you in the sure. right position. First, yeah. you have to to make uh, the conditions, <laughs> yeah. set the right conditions that somebody will be able to, to activate anchor. That's what we were talking before. So yeah. I should be just instructor who is full of himself. Like, I mean, it's easy. Yeah, of course it's easy for me. Yeah, but not for you the figured people. it out. I mean, yeah. I, mean it's, I shouldn't, I shouldn't percept it this way. Of course, my demonstration is so clear and everything. I, I'm, I'm sure that some of the guys listening now are playing golf. You know how it's easy when this golf instructor comes, he hits every time exactly the same. Say, so, come on, give me, give me the club. Come on, this is, this is. <laughs> what? You know the shortest joke about the, 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 the golf is I know playing golf. That's the, the, the shortest joke ever. So <laughs> you, you, you never know how to play golf. Yeah. Uh, but I mean, I was saying, how easy does it look? And it's the same when we are in the same position as instructors. Of course, it should look easy. Otherwise, so we are not instruct good instructors, but it doesn't mean it's easy. So to say, Roller ankles, it's just like let's go for a beer. It's not like that. Yeah, that's right. Uh, we have to enable, we have to, we have to set the, the right conditions uh, uh, to get the good results. So, and that's why I'm saying so we have to set the body and, and, and first in the correct position, correct for this for this uh, exercise actually uh, to, 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 to get to the to the goal. Uh, of course, later we're not skiing this way. Uh, but my 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 goal was to make training uh, in a way that they don't need to think too much. They should just play. They should just enjoy. They should have fun. And it's much easier if you have to improvise some some figures, like you say straight jacket, and it's a straight jacket. In conventional ski school, we would do wow again. We should do ba 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 every millimeter this hand should be placed exactly 20 centimeters away from my push it. Uh, it's straight jack finito because we are focused down and to 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 the angles and that's how you started and i can tell you so before you said uh, you would give me four years to get someone to to become demonstrator i mean if they if they were normal skiers and let's say sportsmen so it would take one 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 year yeah 
I, I, I could see that. Yeah, I could see that. You uh, put the uh, right environment okay. in place. It's not. It's not. It's not now that we are smart asses here. So, uh, <laughs> it's it's more it's more like so. Um, how 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 do I percept it? So, and then you start working on angles, and then you can you can uh, do different things. Uh, my idea was to use short skis and uh, and we're using 90 centimeters long skis that you just feel like you are on the rollerblades on the skates and that was my yes. idea why everyone can learn to skate and rollerblade so fast of course nobody is olympic champion in two days but every single one can skate and rollerblade in two days at least he's going somewhere uh, of course, uh, he doesn't do pirouettes or whatever, but but just we don't expect that. But just in skiing, it takes ages just to get to that snowplow, actually to get yourself down to the bottom somehow, and you're still full of frustrations. So I said, so what's the key? What's what's where's the catch? Where where is what's the point? I mean, and you know that. Quite soon after carving skis came out, we start talking like it's very similar to skating and rollerblading. That was for me, it was perfect, perfect uh, fact. And and with short skis, you just feel somehow familiar with that. So it's just deja vu uh, because you know. Uh, on one Can I hand, uh, make a comment, Sandy? I I think it's really interesting when I look at say video of people on snowblades like really short skis skiing they a lot of them don't make the same mistakes you see when people are on longer skis don't like there's a lot less upper body rotation their balance is in a better position right all those things so the skis are making it hard and if you start short all those things are gone like eliminated and then you just are like, I can totally see why then you graduate, graduate. But you, know, but you know why? Because equipment simply forces you to do it. And that's, 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 that's the point. On the short skis, you don't need to talk about centrally balanced position because there's no other way. Yeah. In the short skis, you don't need to talk uh, about the, the, uh, the, the skis control uh, I mean, in a way of that somebody has to comment all the time because you can feel it straight away if you don't do it in a proper way. Skis go like this, and in yeah. exactly how it's wrong. In, 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 in this case, I'm more like supervisor, not a coach or instructor. Yeah, and that's what people like. So because you're not just doing wrong, 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 wrong. That's you know, people they are coming for to the lessons just to, to have fun. They're coming from their jobs and they have uh, their their bosses there to saying already enough stuff, it was not okay. And then they don't want to come to holidays or to, to at the end of the weekend to have some fun, to, to, to listen to another guy saying, oh, come on, it's wrong, wrong, wrong. So come on, let's have fun. And, and uh, the equipment is forcing you uh, in so many, uh, proper positions you cannot ski together because in a in conventional way of teaching we have to keep uh, repeating like skis apart don't keep them too much close too much together 
you cannot ski like this with short skis because you simply feel it. And I, I, again, this is not a fairy tale story. It's like on the skates. You, you, you take the skates on uh, and, and you get yourself uh, on the ice. Usually you need two friends <laughs> to hold your hands. And immediately your brains percepted. Oh, 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 <laughs> I shouldn't go too much forward. Yes, you should. Yes. And yes. Oh, oh, I shouldn't go too much backward. And yes. even when they, 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 they go, they let you go on your own. Maybe you fall on your bum, but maybe once and they say, ha ha, okay, 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 okay. No, 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 I shouldn't, I shouldn't joke with this. I mean, I shouldn't wobble around just like yeah. that so i should stay in the middle and you stay in the middle you're not a doctor of skating but just from that moment you are in the middle and then how it goes so on the short skis exactly the same exactly the same and and that's and that's why i said this is this is a pro this is for me a proper approach we shouldn't make the way of teaching more complicated but 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 less complicated, and yeah. uh, and let's try to to help to the people. So how to make it easier, but still very correct, maybe even more correct than before. And going back to our angles, it sounds and even in the ski boot sometimes, of course, if you're not not experienced, how how to activate my inner angle. But then I'm always saying, hey guys. I will demonstrate, but just don't take it as a very big deal. So tell me, are you good for trekking sometime? Yeah. In autumn, when there is a lot of leaves on the ground and it's 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 very humid, it's wet, and it's slippery then, and you have to climb a couple of meters, some 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 sections, whatever. So how do you go? Exactly, exactly the same, exactly the same. So you see, it's somewhere in here. It's in our natural movement. But the previous course, experience. Definitely. The sidestepping up a, a slippery slope. Yeah. Now when you get, when you have to get focused into it, it's not just by, it's not coming just naturally. So of course, then it sounds a bit complicated. Uh, and, but, but, it, but it's actually, not so complicated, but that's why you have me. I'm not also saying this is just a piece of cake. Yes, for some some guys, definitely. Uh, but just take it just as a game. That's that. That's how we start. And then, as I said, so sometimes we put the balloons between between the knees, which means that you have to activate just outside ankle and automatically knee goes together, of course, simultaneously. But because you have, you have the balloon between your knees automatically, inside knee and ankle goes inside too. That helps a lot at the very beginning. And if it works well, why not? So, and again, it, it, it's a show again. Wow, we can ski with balloons and it's completely different than what we were expecting. Somebody to just again, stay in front of us like in, in the army so and and that then how it goes uh, and once you make it once you 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 know how to activate ankles then you go on and 
maybe one last thing here. While training ankles, many times it happens that because of that, because you are activating ankles, your hips are going out. So, which is which is not correct. Correct. But not, but not correct. If we talk about the final skin, actually, it depends how do we perceive this uphill turn exercise. If we perceive it as a moment of entering a turn, which actually is, then, then even hips are actually not out because you're just entering a new turn. New turn. And you are turning yourself towards the bottom, actually towards the next turn. So you see, if again, if you make the picture clear, if you describe it, then it's very simple. And, and that's the first thing. Then another, another, not a good trick is actually downhill pivot ski. It's like in the telemark. So it's not exactly the same, but what I'm saying, and I'm very, very strict at the beginning is that all the time when they do exercises, no matter do, 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 do they do just individual carving turns, they should keep the bottom ski a bit ahead. The bottom ski, just that. Like, like the telemark you said, yeah. like a telemark. Just yeah. because you can try it back home now, even without skis. Did you Put know the, that that's what I, I was, I was an Alp, I was a telemark before an Alpine skier. So yeah, I'm very familiar with that movement. But but why we do it? Because uh, is it yeah? So we yeah. Find, so because unless actually until the, the the outside tip is ahead, then when you activate this ankle, this one goes automatically in because physically it's it's not possible to do it in a different way. If you do it in the old way, uh, old-fashioned way, which is inside with ski then you you unactivate let's say uh actually you do not activate inner ankle but you do outside one outside. and that, is, that means a position that's that and that's what we want to avoid so so you see that's another one that's another trick what what we call outside pivot ski but again I have to explain them what do we do. And I'm always asking them, please, when you get back home, don't start talking that today we are skiing. I mean, today in general, not just this particular yeah. day. And nowadays, we are skiing with outside ski ahead. This is crap. It is just exercising. I want to make the way of your uh, practicing easier without thinking too much. Yes. I, sh I should actually say, which would be the same move, open your hips into the turn. But you know yes. that the hips, are, the hips are the most difficult to feel while skiing. It's the most difficult. I'm not talking about leaning inside, but generally you cannot like think about it. Rotation alignment. So, so fast, you can, you can feel uh, ankles because you're grabbing the surface with the ankles, but the hips are so, especially later with speed, to 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 feel it in every moment. So so, but I should say, to, uh, open your hips. Come on, first of all, you are not experienced here. So how should 
I say it. That would not be yeah. fair. Come on. Come yeah. on. So I, it's the same move. Yeah. Either I um, open my hips or I keep my outside ski a bit forward. It's the same move, but yeah. much easier to do it because you think, aha, uh -huh, it's the key. So if I do this, it's correct. Yes, exactly. Don't yeah. ask me why. Now, I mean, uh, uh, don't start complicate. I just do it, and it's a proper way. But of course, I I can explain it in every moment. So that's another thing towards getting the proper proper work of the ankles. And uh, then, of course, it's, it's a process, but it's a game, especially with the short skis, as we mentioned. And once I'm sure, and that takes, I can tell you, not more than two hours. So. Then I said, okay, now it's done. And now let's get to the hips. Of course, it's going to be action, Muri, what's with the knees. Uh, ankles and knees are going together almost in 100%. So it's impossible to activate inner <laughs> ankle, but what? Knee would stay stressed, so it's impossible. So it goes together or not, which doesn't mean for the skis. I, I, I told you before, I can activate my ankles and knees with hips outside or inside, so it's different stuff. So, but again, this is the base of the house and I do not move from here unless, I mean, until I, I don't make myself sure that they know to do it. And especially when I work with the young racers, it's the same. And now I'm gonna point out straight one typical, again, mess that we do with skiers and coaches, they do it with the racers. The exercise, uh, I don't have it here on the picture, no matter. So uh, 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 we call it Superman. Yes. So you, you, you place one, one hand uh, onto your hips and with the other one, you are either pointing the direction of skiing or you can keep it aside to, to keep the balance. It's up to you how you decide. But it's not it's not the point. The point is which which arm is placed. Is it is it the bottom one or uphill one or, or opposite? And then I was the one uh, who was starting with this uh, saying it's it's a it's a Superman. And I still remember they were saying at the beginning because don't forget I made this system back in two thousand and four. Now it's almost almost 20 years and in that time it was a rocket i mean it was i was talking first about about ankles everybody was saying Muri, but we are in the booth yeah and so i was talking about uh body attack i mean uh, opening shoulders straight into the next turn i was talking about outside pivot ski uh i was talking about this ankle work in this in, in this way so so and can you imagine what was that in in, in 2004 somewhere by what was like what was going on but just as i said so we should go so step by step and then how do we actually build this house so so uh and let's get back to the superman um, and they were then arguing which Superman is correct, the one that uh, Moody describes or uh, 
the, the one which everybody uses like like you should you should press uh, your and hip push your hip in uh, yeah you should push it in with your bottom hand and with the upper or you are uh, in front of your body or or a side to keep the balance so uh and then i was just like again like same listening to them i said guys i'm sorry It's kind of a sad, sad fact because it it means that you do not understand the story. Both are correct. Both, but it depends what you want to achieve. If you want someone actually forced to activate both angles, especially inner one, as we talked before, so you should use a Superman, well, the bottom hand is a half. Outside arm. Outside arm. Outside is, arm. Yeah, yeah. That, Another, turns yeah. You, that turns you into an next turn. And again, take it as a detail of entering a turn. Don't ask me, but then we are rotating. No, we are not because we are training a enter of a turn. Yeah. And unless, I mean, until they do not... Uh, do the proper uh, ankle activation. Don't move up to 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 hips uh, hips exercises. And when they know how to use ankles, of course, then we need to start working on hip on hips. In that case, it's opposite. Now we already know how to activate ankles, but our hips are not yet proper let's say then we can turn it and you can push you can use it as a help as an extra push additional push of your hips and then how you start to feel them how do i go a bit inside it depends on the speed of course how how much how strong so and that's how we do training for the hips so you see they are both correct but they have different meanings but you know what is going on in the practice? Almost everyone, when they go for the technical training, today we are gonna train this clear uh, carved turns. At the very, almost the first, second exercise is already this one. And everybody's going down with this. But when you check their uh, knees position, everybody is in a position and they are still pushing them inside which is even worse, why? Because if you are not able to activate your inside ankle and then you push yourself inside and your brains, they, they say they say like, hey, come on, come on, we're gonna fall. Which means that automatically at that moment, you do contra, contra support, contra, yeah. I don't know. Like some, get your inside leg under you more. Like sure, you don't put you, make, yeah. you want to make yourself sure that you will not fall over. Fall over. So it's automatically. That means more I push, more I, I lean contrary with oh. my inside ski, which means that it's even more a position. Yeah. And then after a couple of training sources, sometimes after the season or two seasons, they send me then the race. Hey, Moody, would you uh, would you take these three guys? Just we 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 cannot move from 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 that uh, point uh, further like they are still in a can you solve this somehow 
And usually then it takes again, I swear, I mean, one day, just first with the right description, like, hey guys, it's not difficult. It's actually, sorry, even not your fault. Yeah. But if I say, let's do that Superman again, you're gonna do it exactly the same way and for hundred and thousand or million times which is logical. Let's go two steps back. Forget about your hips. Your problem is actually inside ankle. You know, that's another thing when we are instructors or trainers. It's quite easy to say this is wrong, but it's not the point. The point is to say what to do, what to do to be right. And to, to, to say what to do to be right, or actually correct, it means that you you have to know where the mistake is coming from because in in the point when you see it that's just a consequence it started somewhere and that's 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 that that's that's the point that's the yeah. case so and, and 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 this a position of course you can see it from the plane yeah <laughs> cool from the ship <laughs> uh, but okay but it's not about a position it's about yeah. inside ankle yeah and getting the the body in the right environment to be able to do okay. it so, yeah so and then that's another level and yeah once once you do that so once we get uh, to this curve turns of course we do it on the flat area flat terrain uh then then we started uh, very soon to combine also rotating feet that uh, like like in a natural way we don't explain too much uh but uh, we insert insert a speed control with that uh and that's what we call first we call then uh composed turns we we didn't place any extra name like like basic turns or dynamic or blah blah like in conventional ski school we just call them because you are you are adding them like a lego blocks just just you compose them one yes. by one. Uh, they are actually hooks not even not yet turn the right turns uh, and once you link them in a more fluid uh, rounded form then we call them uh linked turns and we have two kind of so it's linked turns by by combined technique, which means that the first part when you have to switch the, the, the direction, uh, so you are just rotating feet because it's quite easy with 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 um, short skis, and then you get yep. yourself back on the edges, and the the, the next the, the other part of the turn is made by carving, uh, and that's how we do then link turns, but but with combined technique, and then at the end we have also link turns by carving technique. Of course, even in the final skiing, you have some parts of the ski uh, piece that uh, are just properly uh, uh, steep, let's say, uh, that you can use carving all the way down without any need uh, of uh, rotating or, or drifting. Uh, but always in any moment, you must be able to to activate uh, drift as a part of, of um, uh, speed control. Um, 
So that 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 would that that would be that. Oh, maybe one more detail in between. Probably it's going to be a question: uh, what what what's going on with the power plant? Uh, Pause for a moment, Yuri. I'm going to just go. <coughs> I got a tickle in my throat. Be right back. <coughs> May I talk or should I shut up? Okay, we'll be soon back straight after this break. <laughs> Don't go away. Excuse me, <laughs> I've had this awful- that was, that was just a commercial, commercial break. Exactly. I can I, I just cut it and and fix it later on. So <clears throat> so you you said there was gonna be a, probably a question that you need to cover. Yeah, I mean it's always a question what's 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 about uh, a power plant. Uh, so uh, I don't use it at the very beginning. Uh, I mean uh, again not not as a in conventional ski school because I don't think it's very important at the beginning. Uh, maybe even 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 opposite. So um, it takes too much focus and coordination, and so you are occupied with more important things in that moment than the pole plant. So first, they should know how to make turns. And which again on short skis it's 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 really easy job, and we use um, we use poles more as a practicing tool. So when we do like rope walker, we use them just place them across. So in you know that exercise, uh, then uh, we use them as a we call that water ma water man. So carrying the buckets of water so aside. So you 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 grab them in the middle. So because it, 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 it forces you to into a right position of your body and hands and so on. So that's why we use them. But uh, later, of course, we have to insert whole plan, uh, which uh, gives you then later the rhythm, some more balance and so on. But as I said, at the very beginning, just uh, if we have them, it's more like a tool to keep the balance, uh, but it's not very important part of, of the ski technique in that moment. Uh, and even later, as you know, comparing to the old fashioned skiing, it's today, it's a bit different uh, than it used to be. So there's no, as we used to call like ski school plant. So uh, sometimes it comes, sometimes it does not. Uh, of course, uh, when, when the corridor is getting more, more narrow, there is more and more using of uh, pole plants. If I'm more direct, so when you, when you, when you ski short swinging and short, short turns, or when you go to the deep snow, powder, and so on, of course, uh, you normally plan the pole, but just uh, as I said, today's skiing is about someone to teach first uh, how to, 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 to do, to perform these two basic techniques, rotational and carving. 
and later to combine them and and that's much more important uh, and then the the power plant comes quite naturally awesome hey sandy <clears throat> there is a spectacular photo of you on the internet where you are flying through the air all right with your Probably. legs out to the side yeah yeah uh, if you look it up, it was on the elite skiing. It was like the cover photo at one stage. It's a really cool photo. And you can see, you know, uh, some people do this. Can you describe to people oh, he's gonna, you, if you've got it? Why are you getting it? Wait a second. How do you do this turn? Yeah. How, how do you set up, or how do you set that, up this that, photo? That was, that, that was just the moment. It was not meant to be like, like that. I mean, it was not uh done by intention we were shooting for the for the book and uh, on this glacier we used to shoot the photos it's Mertal in austria um yeah so you've got a roller and, right. and i guess you, you you're skiing to that a rollover you've got and i guess you're choosing that spot because you wanted the photographer to have blue sky white yeah, snow yeah, yeah. and you were on the horizon of the snow and um, so actually before that, for that photo, you were trying, you weren't trying to be in the air or you were, were you trying to be on the snow or were you trying yeah, to be? Yeah, 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 sure. I, no, I, I was trying to be on the snow. And then uh, when I was coming across the edge, I was just, uh, it, it was a speed, just, just enough speed, but it, it, you know, it's coincidence of fall, perfect things in one moment. So, and, and I'm not very much above the surface. It, that, that's just how it looks on the photo. But sure. but I guess if you if you knew how it happened, and and I said, Sandy, I want to get a photo of you again doing that. Yeah. So you see, if you see my inside hand, it's one feast from the nothing. It's it's almost on the snow. Yeah. So it, it just looks like. So I was just coming across. And, and uh, I was already leaning inside. I mean, starting the turn, but there was a, a little bump. Uh, yeah. Maybe you could see it uh, behind me. Just it and just lifted me up. I've been uh, and I mean, it was just we were shooting, uh, and it was perfect snow. Uh, and uh, when I landed, it was not so nice because. Okay. Uh, uh, I had to, so it was quite speed. So, and, uh, and uh, it would later would not be so nice photo, but it was just in the, because he, he did it with the shooter, you know, and yep. it was right one and said, oh, come on, this one is totally crazy. Yeah. Uh, and uh, yeah, so it's, it's, it's awesome. It's, that's my, I, this, this, uh, in the next year, I want to get a photo like that. <laughs> so, uh, but, and because I know it might not be a good a good uh, video, but you'll get one frame out of it that looks pretty, pretty impressive like that. So, uh, that's cool. Okay. okay, yeah. So to wrap up the podcast now, you've been very generous with your time. Is there anything else you wanted to uh, to mention? Maybe if people wanted to check out the movie and the oh, book, how can know, they find those we, two we, things? We, we could talk. We could talk ages. Uh, I mean, we didn't touch, that was a special story with Tina. Um, so definitely 
let's say I already know peak of my career probably. Um, yeah, so was working really with Tina. That was really something. Um, yeah. And you are you are somehow checking your 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 know-how <laughs> on on the highest level. There's no more question. How would it be there? Yes. Uh, so you know first you are first in your village then then you always ask yourself but what does it mean if i go to the next the level and the next level and when you're first in the town you sh you want to be first uh, in the country and so on so uh, the same here uh, it's quite so easy. actually can i ask you then what would you say there was like a particular thing that tina in that time was like ah that what we just worked on there that really helped uh my skin like she would say would yeah. there was there anything like that yeah one, 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 so if i had to say it in really short words so it was um it was probably three three details or yeah yeah three, yeah three things uh first one was uh what we already mentioned today first i said first Tina, you should activate ankles and then hips that was her problem she was always first starting with the hips and then ankles and and that's how you missed the already two three meters uh you should you could be already on the edges and you could be quite clear if you don't do it this way it's some unplanned unplanned uh, drift uh, and that's how you lose the time uh, and especially when it's not very hard snow in the springtime let's say so she was losing so much time uh, even by that then the next the next thing was then a inside arm. We named it the arm of glory, which means that you have to keep your inside arm open just almost to the gates. Let's say that we talk about GS. Yes. And just the last moment you, you move it away, actually use it as a defender. Uh, but the rest of the time, so it should be just normally away from your body because that gives you enough balance to keep yourself uh, away from your skis, which which is the goal of the racers because the, the basic role of the racer, you must know, is that you must carry, actually you would like to carry your body mass center and the most possible direct way from the start to the bottom, but inside the course, which means you would like to travel your belly button almost straight down if that would be possible. But in the same time, that means that, that you should be away as much as possible from the skis because then you are getting very close to this perfect uh, theoretical uh, uh, way, let's say. Yes. Uh, and 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 to be away from the skis means that you need a lot of lot of balance and that's why you need this hand that that's why so many young racers they have problems because they they are starting to prepare the inside arm to protect the gate uh, even five meters six meters before the gates but in the, that also means that you don't 
have any more balance because your your inside arm is too close to your body and automatically you stand higher above your above your skis and that means traveling as i mentioned this morning uh and it prolongs your your your, your turn prolongs your turn um and besides it turns you out it turns you out because yes uh, it's a natural move and that means that your inside ankle is not uh, so strongly activated anymore and again it means prolonging the turn so it's like domino effect uh okay. and that's that's that, that that's what she just uh, says even in the movie she says this is one of the most crucial it was the one of the most crucial things for me and completely change the the, the, the perception of entering the turn and later i asked nice. her, how do you feel how you convince yourself to keep it there or how you accept it how you understand it while skiing i mean um yeah she said yeah you, you know what i did so because she said i have somehow to 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 interact with this informations and to to to, to integrate them into my skiing uh, so i have some pictures uh, about everything uh but particularly for this for this hand i have it in my mind like i'm a tennis player when tennis player do the smash hit always when it's a high ball with one hand he's pointing the ball and then he smash it uh so with this hand keeping away i'm pointing the direction uh. of my my skiing which means that i need it i i that's how i when i easily understand it and that's like we are again again back in that story if i understand it in the proper proper way in extreme way actually if i extremely understand it i will be able also to do it in extreme way and that's 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 so i mean and, really and also, our, our, our idea my perception of skiing and everything and her skiing they just really killed yeah and i guess when she understood what the whole goal was up there it allowed her some creativity to go to like the tennis thing which maybe you know is her own way of owning the understanding yeah. correct like like for me it, maybe i don't play as much tennis but i go oh it's like when i surf away or something and I, right so so that that understanding first critical point you've said so many times that but allows are, each person to all, be individual you are all you are all surfers i guess <laughs> or not i don't know doesn't matter wave surfers so just now uh try to 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 call the picture uh, how do you go when you do the turn so your hands are like this they are the yeah. body so yeah. that's again that's a natural thing and again 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 so when i'm explaining while working to the racers or normal skiers i'm all, i'm always saying hey it's not my word against your word or somebody else's word like i know but that one told me that so i'm not fighting i will try to explain you in a logical way and then you decide am i right or not maybe the last thing before we finish many times they they ask me how should we keep the arms this way apart this way this way this way i'm always saying guys what do you expect from me that i'm going to say 
keep it 68 centimeters apart or what? That would be completely disaster. Actually, that would mean I do not understand skiing. But of course, it's a perfect question. And I'm going to explain you this way. Arms are spread just as much as you need as you need the dose of uh, balance. More dose of balance you need, more spreaded they are, which means more away from the skis you are, more you are like on the edge, you are moving on the edge then. Of course, you, and then you need oof, a big, more help with big balance. dose of balance. And that's why you have sometimes almost totally spread at arms. Yeah. Let's get back to your ordinary life, if you don't believe me. Let's say that you walk down the pedestrian against your friend, you are just about to meet him, and you walk. It's two meters wide, that high above the road, nothing. So your brains are saying, for this walking, we don't need no extra, <laughs> extra balance. So your arms goes just normally next to your body. Let's say that we make that, or we would make it, this, I mean, this pedestrian just half meter wide. And on every side, that would be five meters of gap. How would you walk? You would still be so freaky. I think at least you would go, oh, it's five meters, uh, I shouldn't let myself fall down. So it would be only like this. Yeah. And let's go and walk on the slack line. How, how are, where are your uh, arms placed? Like this. So you see, more balance you need more, more arms more width arms you need i mean to be spread. Yeah. so and again you see and somebody who told you you have to keep them like this this is sorry i wouldn't use the word it's not and not because of me not because again my word against his but just try to think in a natural way and that's Again, just the case of explaining skiing in every detail. So that's how we started. You see, it's quite natural. I know that skiing is not natural movement or action in general to, to, the, to the mankind. But we should use as much as possible natural move. So that we use in an ordinary life because that's it, that's, that's, that's the meaning. We have to have fun. We shouldn't do some artificial stuff. Uh, and once you do it this way, no matter with racers or ordinary skiers, results are just ex exceptional. And it goes so much faster that, that you would never think actually. Uh, and uh, even with the racers, I can tell you that's really from my experience, not from somebody else's. 
So for the mistakes that they they were killing themselves actually because of them for years, season two, three, many times, really many times, we sold them in uh, sometimes one, two, three days of training. It's more than enough because people, they are not stupid, especially if they are trained, they are sportsmen. So they, they, they can do somersault, they can do all kinds of things and then they cannot place the hips. Come on, this is, sorry, I'm not going to say this is bullshit. And that's how it works. Nice. So Sandy, how can people find your book if they're interested? Yeah, it's on Amazon. Uh, it's um, the title is called "Being Being uh, Ski Master." Being just ski master. just type my name. Just type just type, type my name, Sandy Murales, and I think it appears straight away. Um, and you also have two apps on App Store. We don't use Google Play. Yep. Nice. Yeah, that looks really cool. Sandy, thank you so much for your time. And uh, yeah, all this, this it's been really fun chatting. And like you said, we could, we could keep going on and, and on. Uh, so maybe we'll have to do a, do a second catch up at some point. I hope, I hope to meet you sometime, maybe on live. Snow, if, I, if I get back to, 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 <laughs> yeah yeah or if i'm over in in europe I'd, uh, my goal is to to ski many of the major ski areas in the world you know in my lifetime that's that's what i'd like to do okay, so if you're in europe call me anytime no problem uh, excellent here each other is so um in the winter time i'm of course very busy but uh, no matter so you are always welcome Thank you. Uh, and again, so hello and bye to everyone. Thanks for watching. I think I think you gave some really good insights. And I mean, whether they're interested in it for their own skiing or if they're an instructor or a coach, I think there's some really good messages that are that people will take away. So thank you. Thank you very much. Some of you may already know that I've been advising Carve and working with the team for some time now. And this year, the team has come up with probably some of the most exciting developments to date. They've been working on representing the most fun parts of skiing in their system. They've developed three brand new metrics, progressive edging, early weight transfer, and one that measures the G-force in a turn. And that one, I have to say, I got to try it out this winter in Australia, and that is really fun. This new addition is going to be incredible for anyone who's looking to really push their skiing up a notch. Now, what's even more interesting for this year is the system now detects what terrain you're on and pulls that into your Ski IQ score. This is a huge change and a great upgrade because sometimes it would only really score well if you were skiing on perfectly groomed snow. Now it's going to accommodate and adjust whether you're skiing in steeper slopes, more chopped up snow or firmer snow. So this is a very big change that I think is massive kudos to the team to keep pushing and progressing the app even further. If you're the kind of skier that is looking for a tool to help push your technique that little bit further, then you should definitely check out what Carve can do. Use the code GELLI15, that's G-E-L-L-I-E-1-5, to get 15% off for the next two weeks.